This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. So what happens? He gets the title shot outdoors in a ballpark, and what do I get? A one-way ticket to Palookaville. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. But it would have been fun if you would have been the one. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. contenders jehovah elohai is the one <laughs> so yeah that's the name of today's show here you contenders hear it jehovah elohai is the one right and today's show i need to tell you to the beginning of the show is brought to you by obviously the truth network but also by the letter aleph so we're going to be talking about I like to do that. It's like Sesame Street. Yeah, so. I was thinking, you, you sort of look like a big bird this morning. <laughs> In so many ways. Yes, the letter Aleph. So we're going to talk about that. But you might have noticed Marlon Brando at the beginning of the show. Did you notice, Bill? No. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. And that was from Vinny Menino, my good friend's favorite movie in all the world. It was The Waterfront. And there he was talking to his brother about how he could have been a contender, right? Well, I don't know if you ever had put this together. I, I really had never in my mind until this week realized that when you hear the beginning of Deuteronomy 6.4 where it says, Hear, O Israel, the word Israel means to contend with God, which was what Israel was doing. He was, Jacob was wrestling with God, and that's how he ended up you know, getting the name Israel and wrestling with God. Well, every kid you ever met, every little boy you ever met, loves to wrestle. It depends on their dad. But most little boys love to wrestle with their dad. Why? Because they love to test their strength. And I, and I remember that wrestling with my dad when I was little, I always felt like it was wrestling with Iron Man because, I mean, he was so strong, and you, 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 you couldn't get a leg up on him. <laughs> but that contention, that wrestling with God – in so many different ways, is very critical to what, he, what God is saying to those of us who wrestle with him. And, and he's not just talking about, obviously, Jacob's individual family. He's, he, he's really talking to those people who wrestle with him, and he's telling you something very significant here. 
And we heard that from Taylor Swift, right? The one. You could have been the one. Or Coda Line, that's a really cool Irish group. That song, the more I hear it, the more I like it. It's called The One also. But it's the stuff of a thousand Christmas movies and, you know, I love romantic comedies, right? The One. Who is The One? Right? So today's question, right, on the Christian Car Guy Show, you could call in and share. I'm dying to hear it. <laughs> How did you know he or she <clears throat> was the one? I mean, the one. You know what I'm talking about? How did you know that that car was the one? <laughs> very, very cool this week. Um, last week's show, we had a wonderful caller call in from the Seattle area. Right, Beth Ann? She, her husband was 90 years old and suffering with Alzheimer's. She needed help to buy a car, and she didn't want to get out of the house. And so she called me, and I had the wonderful adventure this week of helping her get the one. <laughs> and I loved listening to her tell me all the things that she was hoping for the car, the car that you know she would be able to take her husband to the hospital and all these different things. And she had all these qualities that the car needed to have in order to be the one. So, you know, how did you know that maybe God was the one? You have a story like that. Maybe it was a car. Maybe it was your wife. I'll tell you mine real quick, Bill. Tammy and I were a blind date. Okay. <laughs> and honestly didn't know she was the one fairly quickly. When she... She had, my, my wife's five feet tall and I'm six foot five. So it's just not, it looks weird when you see us. I think it's cute. <laughs> but when she met me on this blind date, I came up to her apartment. She was standing on a stool because my friend who'd set up the date <laughs> had told her that I was six five. And so she literally was standing on a stool and she, she has. she carried the stool through the entire uh, day? She didn't. Okay. But there when, she, when I opened the door, here's this girl standing on a stool. And, you know, it was quite a comical thing. Which that, that, that helped me see that she was the one, but that, that gives you an idea of Tammy's personality to some extent. Puts her on a pedestal. Uh, uh, right. Well, kept, we kept her in the right state of mind for you the rest of your marriage. And we went to the comedy club, which, you know, that's going to speak to my heart, anybody that knows me, in, in Raleigh. That was our first date. And when Tammy ordered a steak, medium rare, okay, because in those days when you're dating, I don't know what it's like today because I haven't dated a girl in over 33 years, obviously, or maybe 34 years, but. She I ordered took my wife on a date yesterday. She didn't order tofu. She didn't order, you know, sushi. She ordered a steak, medium rare. <laughs> Was it the biggest steak they had or the littlest <laughs> steak they had? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the biggest steak they had. And so, yeah. and and it was just like ka-ching, because you know what immediately goes through your mind is, you know, she's not gonna have me eating all this other stuff, you know. <laughs> This is the one right here. <laughs> anyway, you have that story. We would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. How did you know he, she, the car? How did you know it was the one? But obviously this actually does lead back to God. Okay? Because when you think about it, what God is telling Israel, the contenders right here, is... I'm the one. Okay. <laughs> now, when you look at the, the, the beautiful thing about that word, one, which is a cod in, 
in Hebrew, which is why today's show is brought to you by the letter Aleph, which that's the beginning of that word, which is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. That's not surprising since it's the letter one, the number one. But when you think about the number one just in any language, it not only is a numeral, but it's also an adjective and has phenomenal power. <clears throat> the concept of oneness, of unitedness, right? You can be united in one. You, it means best or first, right? It like, you know, we're number one. We're number one. <laughs> it also can be singular. There's nobody else but one, right? And then it's kind of like an indefinite article because you can say that's someone, right? You could say that's someone. And incomparable, which has to do with the one that we're talking about today, it also can make a reference to time, like once upon a time. Oh, you just got to go there. It's just, it's, it's cool. So when you actually, <clears throat> when you're saying the Lord's Prayer and you say your will, right? That, that word in Hebrew is retzon and it actually means delight. And the idea is that God's delight is completely oneness, right? The, the, the church was in one accord in the book of Acts. You might remember that that's the whole deal. And when Adam spoke over marriage, and you know, right after he saw Eve and he went wild, and who could blame him? <clears throat> he said, now this is bone of bone and flesh of my flesh. But then he says, for this reason, because he's still pretty pumped up about this whole thing, even though there was no father or mother at this point in time, he says, a father, um, uh, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, and the two will become what? One. You got it? <laughs> of course, all he had met up to that point was God and a bunch of animals. Right. But, but Adam's name also starts with an Aleph because he was, from a come standpoint, a man. Who was he? He was number one. <laughs> but it, the rest of his name is like Adama, which has to do with dust. There's, there's, there's all sorts of interesting things when you come to that Aleph. But father is also the, one of the big things about at the, the Aleph. It is Abba. You may have heard that, you know, that that Jesus cried, Abba, Father, right? Well, that ah sound right there, it's the whole idea of the alpha male, right? And that ba sound, Abba, is a bet, which means home. So he's head of the house. And that Aleph is, is this beautiful thing. So come on now, we're dying to hear these. I'm really, really excited about these stories, Bill. I am, I'm gonna hear yours in a minute. How did you know he, she, the car, whatever you like, was the one. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. This is the Truth Network. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Cause our two hearts will make it easy. Joining up the pieces together. Make my heart 
Hear you contenders, Jehovah Elohai is the one. He is. He really is today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And we are trying to determine how did you know he, she, or perhaps a car was the one, right? Bill, in your case, where, where, what, well, what came yeah, to your mind? There are three different uh, st- I mean, I got a great one about how I accepted Christ. And my wife is just, I wish I'd written what that gentleman just shared with us. But my car, I knew it was the right one because the person I trust the most with anything automotive sold it to me. (laughs) And I mean, it has just been the most wonderful ride as long as I never have to sit in the back seat. It's been just the most wonderful and dependable and cost effective. How long have you had that? Well, it's still got a a Robbie Dillmore license plate in it. That's 16, 15 years you've had that. It was the one. It was the one. It was the one. And so how fun. You know, today to think about those 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 ideas, and we are going to get to find a, about how we found out Joni was the one, and and certainly we want to know about how you came to Christ as the one. But this is your chance to share eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four, and I couldn't be more delighted because I have my good friend from Port Washington, uh, Port Orchard, Orchard, Washington. Sarah Linda is back with us. We've missed you for a few weeks, Sarah Linda. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, I'm I'm headed toward 94. I'm at the halfway mark now. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning at uh, 4:40 this morning, and because I was thinking about uh, this song about that, I thinking about a toaster and uh, et cetera. I made a song, but it was about. Uh, you know, it was. I've, I'm working on the beginning. I've been, you know, I've been writing for a long time, for years. But how do I begin uh, putting it all out there? Uh, you know, get and here, here's you just gave me the beginning, really, to to go with the song I got this morning. I was working it through in my head about a toaster, but anyway, it was when my dad found the one in Jesus. Oh. Now, and here's what I wrote after I heard you speaking. Uh, this was in 1951. And my dad, who and here's what I wrote, my dad, who had always been the one in my family, uh, it, the mom was the contender. <laughs> <laughs>
going to college, and we had everyone praying there. It was a Christian, uh, basically Christian college, but we everyone praying for my dad. And that morning when he, when uh, I went to visit them, he was he he just started raging uh, against Jesus, and I felt. I felt the love of and prayers of everyone around me like a blanket, you know. And I was wow. looking at him, and what I it was like I was looking through the eyes of the Lord, and I could see what I saw, what Jesus saw, what He intended my husband to be, my dad, I mean, to be. And and I had to leave. We we lived in Seattle at the time, and. I had to leave to get the ferry home, uh, and so. But the next time I came there, all the walls of Jericho had come down, and Jesus was the one. And and then here's the song that uh, we had. I taken my he went he had flown down to Arizona at the time, and they were going to have a vacation together, and I had drove, driven my mom down and. Uh, in this one morning, uh, it, early in the morning, there, my dad had pointed out uh, the cross that was in the distant mountains. It, and here was uh, what I wrote. It was my dad's, well, here's the poem I wrote as I was laying there this morning. On the wing, this was a toast. It, I had got, anyway, there was a toaster that, the old-fashioned Edison toaster that you could put put two slices in on one on each side, mm-hmm. and then you turn it. You know, had to turn it over. It wasn't automatic, and my mom would always get that toaster, put the toast in, and then she'd get busy about something else, and it'd be <laughs> burned every morning. You know, so here we were at this. Uh, we we uh, we had they had a. Uh, least little place there in, in Desert Hot Springs is where it was. And, well, Sarah Lynn, I hate to jump in here right in the middle of the half-done toast. But I know everybody's like me. Like, i got to find out what toast has to do with the what. But I know it's going to be awesome. So please, stick. can you stay with us until we come back? Okay. Oh, okay. We're going to find out. And how about you? 866-348-7884. How did you know? He was the one. She was the one. The car. This is the Truth Network. So what happens? He gets the title shot outdoors in a ballpark, and what do I get? A one-way ticket to Palookaville. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead of a bum. Which is what I am. Let's face it. But it would have been. The one today on Christian Car Guy Show. Here, you contenders, Jehovah Elohai is the one. And so it is the stuff of I don't know how many Christmas movies or how many romantic comedies. I do have other couple quotes I want to do before we get into the rest of the toast story, which I know you're dying here and I'm dying here. So, and your story, 866-348-7884. So here's another couple Christmas movies that I happen to love. One's called A Bride for Christmas. And here's a quote out of that. It says, 
I think when you are truly in love, the idea of spending the rest of your life with someone should make you the happiest you've ever been. That's the one, right? And I like this one it's from the same movie. There's a lot of people you can live with. There's only one you can't live without. <laughs> and, and that that would be God. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, I didn't know if you put your wife I, back up on that I, stool. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie's a little love bug. He loves love. I love. Uh, you know, but it's all part of the deal. It's number one. This show today is brought to you by the Aleph, which is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. But it also has to do with the Alpha and all those things. But speaking, we were talking to Sarah Linda about her dad, which was the number one in her life for a lot of years. And then here we come to the toast story. So when we left her hero, your mom had cooked the toast. It, it was burning. I love the Edison toaster that had to be flipped over manually. I mean, that's a great picture in all of our minds. So what happens then? Okay, here, yeah, uh, the, this song that I got this morning you know, goes to the tune on the wings of a snow white dove, uh, which we used to, years, years, for years, it was, um, anyway, we would sing when we uh, had the, the, we had a to, uh, campfire, and we, you know, toast those s'mores. And, right, know. oh yeah. Anyway, and here's to the tune of the, but I won't sing it, uh, but on the wings of a toaster's frame, smoke spoke of love, not blame, uh, like on wings of a dove, God's sweet spirit spoke love. It was my dad's voice as he pointed out the cross which the morning sun blazed through the mountains past in the distance. We were at uh, it, it, we were at Desert Hot Springs and and then it, anyway that was that morning and he pointed out that cross and as he did <laughs> it uh, it was it was like uh, back at home only. My um, only now there had been a dramatic change in my father, which I spoke of before. That before there was an undercurrent of a tiger in his voice. Now he had the voice of the lamb, the voice of submission to the Father, the Olive God, and His overcoming love. Because what my dad said then was, as as the smoke was in the room, he said. That it, this was, he said, uh, oh my gosh, now the words don't come. But it, he said, uh, it was, oh, heaven's sake, that's yeah, that okay. word. You know, it was burnt sacrifice. That's what he said. With great love in his voice as he looked at my mother, he said, burnt sacrifice. And we were looking at that cross in the mountain. Wow. That, that is such a beautiful poem, number one, and story. And it really speaks to, really, when you think about what we've been talking about, Sarah Lynn, it's absolutely amazing because for all of us, we had a dad who was the Aleph in our life. He was number one, it, you know, before we came to know God. And, and, and then your husband became, you know, a, a big part of your life, but Christ became a huge thing. And, and, I, and I can't help but note for myself that, Adam had this relationship. In other words, he God really was number one in his life <laughs> before 
um, Eve came about or anything else, and, and, and to some extent, he is our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, and he's <laughs> passed down that connection that he had. Yeah. Th- yes. Th- that Amen. number oneness to all of us when we come home, we can't help but note who truly is number one. So I can't begin to thank you enough for your poem and your call this morning and just to hear from you because I was kind of wondering. I hadn't heard from you in a few weeks, but thank you so much for for sharing that today, Sarah Linda. We love you. And and thank you for uh, how you helped me write some more. Oh, good. Have a great weekend. We thank you. You too. Right. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Bill, you, 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 you look like you're about to Aleph me here, so go for it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking originally that it's a whole lot better to be in contention and communicating and involved with one of your children than to be disassociated with them. Right. And God would much rather us be upset and frustrated and arguing and carry on a conversation than ignoring God. So I like the idea that being connected and contention is not necessarily a bad thing. And I was thinking, you know, there were times when Adam and Eve just walked off and had their own conversation thinking God wasn't a part of it at all, which sort of led to all the problems that followed that, you know. So it's good to be connected. It's good to have an open conversation. It's not necessarily good to just accept everything at face value and to go along with it. You know what put this in my mind? That, that I guess God was using it to drive it home like a nail in my head, <laughs> I don't know, was my daughter, Mariah, my youngest daughter, called me two weeks ago, and she said, Dad, I have questions. I need answers. <laughs> and the way she said it. Does she have what, red hair? I have a red-headed <laughs> one that sounds just like that. And I said, what kind of questions? She goes, it's about Leviticus. And I went, about Leviticus. So, so I was excited, like, okay, what's the question? And so she... My daughter is a deep thinker, and and she's been studying the Bible through this you know yearly plan she's been doing. I know her father. That doesn't surprise me too much. And she says, "I want to know why it's not fair. I mean, I, mean, I want to know why the women, when they were menstruating, couldn't come into the temple, right? She, they weren't allowed until they were cleansed. She goes, "This is just totally unfair. I can't believe God has that in the law, and I can't believe this is what's going on." I mean, it, so. When she was doing that, I was just like, my heart was delighting. I was going, how cool. How cool is it that she has this frustration with God because it is like her father. Because I remember reading some of the same stuff and getting really mad at God. Like, why would you do this? And why would you say that? And I, so- I was just glad I don't menstruate. <laughs> I really am too. Um, I just, you know, just, but nonetheless. It was a great question. Yes. It was a great contention. I'm not sure there's and a she per- was right be- person to go to for She the was a contender. Well, I was delighted that she was going yes. to God with it, and yes. then she yes. just wanted And so I prayed about it. I said, Mariah, I don't have an answer, so I'm going to pray. And, and I actually, within a few moments, called her back and said, Mariah, this is what I think, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know. Okay? This, you know, this one's over my, my league, but, but here's what I think. God hates death. He just hates death. And I don't think it was originally designed. This is just my opinion. I don't think it was originally designed that those seeds would have to die. 
And, and so when a woman is menstruating, a seed has died. And, and, and she's passing this. And, and so she is, because, you know, a Levite priest couldn't touch a dead body. It, it didn't matter who you were. If you touched something dead, you're, you're, not, you're unclean. You had to go clean yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I know blood is, is, is part of the deal and obviously very, very important to God. But what I loved about the question is the contention, right? Like she was being a contender. And because she realized, and she was very clear, I know God has a good, in other words, she knew he was the one. She knew he was the authority. But it's like, like you just said, you, you contend with your, when your kids contend with you, it's a, it's, a, it's a good sign because they're wrestling. They need to find their own strength, right? They need to see where, where they need to be built up. It's a beautiful picture of love. Um, and I love it. Yeah. For what little it's worth. I mean, for what little my, my opinion on this subject's worth. Everybody had the opportunity to take a seventh day off. But, you know, mom had a lot of work to do for everybody to take the seventh day off. Well, the menstruation, that period of time, gave the women a four or five, six day break every month where they fellowship together in that tent and that they were able to get recharged and that's sort of my all right my thought process all right so how about you i I, I, I need more stories 866-348-7884 how did you know he was the one she was the one god was the one that car i would love to hear it please 866-348-7884 This is the Truth Network. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Here, you contenders, Yehovah Elohai is the one, brought to you by the letter Aleph today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And uh, I need to tell you that, you know, coming up later today on the Truth Network at 1 o'clock, we have Amy Cabo and The Cure, and her show today is Fake or Real uh, Christians. Oh, real or fake Christians, you definitely want to call in on that. It's live, so you'll be able to call in at same number. You can call us today with your story, which we only have one segment left to hear it, about when you knew they were the one, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We have Ann is in Huntersville. Happens to be Ann Alday. No, my good friend, Ann, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, I'm loving this. Uh, Sarah Linda's such a doll. She's so precious. 
And you guys, all your comments, you know, and I've always loved Marlon Brando's line, I could have been a contender, because I, I, I've always felt that. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to say really quickly that uh, in terms of the one, you know, uh, I used to do Adventures in Odyssey a thousand years ago, and then when I came here to North Carolina, and I was able to be interviewed at, at uh, you know, Truth Network, and that's what I think where I met you, and maybe 212, 213 or something like that. 2013, and then you mentioned to me that you were kind of kicking around while well, you were doing, I think, another sort of theatrical show as a possibility, but then you said you were thinking of maybe doing something like Christian Carguy Theater, <clears throat> and I thought, oh, wouldn't that be fun? And it's, it's, this is a, an example of don't despise the day of small beginnings, because <laughs> I remember finally in 2015, yeah, I happened to have you know your show on, and uh, you were just beginning that very day. You know, just you doing Christian Car Guy Theater, and <laughs> and I called you and I said, "You gotta put me on." <laughs> yeah. You needed to be a and contender, yeah. <laughs> I needed to be a contender. All right, <laughs> and so you quickly wrote two parts for me: Tammy Tensioner and Sally Serpentine, I think, and. So we, we that was the second show we did. It was just the two of us. And now we have this amazing team of actors who volunteer their talents and you know for this show. And, you know, truly, we can all be contenders if we just listen to God and seek him first and everything else will be added. But you guys are just great. Just loved it today. Oh, yeah. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And in that God kind of brings that oneness. Yeah. When you, when you think of the cast... You know, of Jesse Cord, who's playing right now, the the voice of Christian, or you know, we call him Valiant because, but it's Plymouth's Progress was Pilgrim's Progress, but with that voice and with that talent, you know, you yeah. bring Alan in and all these different people that we both know as as right. voice actors, yeah, and it takes something and it creates a unity. It, it it creates something that God really knew, like the whole church would be in one accord. When it just yes. becomes this beautiful thing that you can't help but give him the credit for it because, <laughs> you know, what the, you yes. know, it was like, man, look at all the the the, the fruit of of what God has done in so many different ways. Just like you said, because you were obedient, because I was obedient, and yeah. and God just c- continues to and show now we've, us. We've had what sixty over sixty episodes, and right. and you were telling me that you know they're listening to it in India and all over, and twenty thousand. You know, I mean. Uh, oh, actually, uh, over over one hundred and fifty thousand downloads wow. of, of you know different episodes. So yeah, I mean, God's blessed it in in so many different ways. And yeah. And, and but I thank you for your call, and I thank you that yeah. I know that for you, right? Jehovah Elohai is the one. <laughs> oh, he is the one. He is absolutely the one. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, praise God. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Yeah. Is, nothing is truly impossible with him. He is able, always. And he gave me that word ubiquitous last year in the middle of the night, didn't know what it meant. Oh, well, now we have it. <laughs> and now and he is everywhere all the time. God is everywhere all the time. He's just with it's all, all the same thing, yeah. It is amazing, number one. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you, and you have a great weekend. We love you. Bye. Love you guys, too. Bye. So... Once again, we have my good friend Bill, which is so good to have you back. I've missed you for a couple months. 
Well, yes. But as far as my guests on Christian Car Guy show, I don't know if you know it, but Bill is the one. I mean, he was, <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the, the Aleph first. He, he was the first guest, uh, regular guest, um, my Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon. And, and so you are the Aleph on, on this particular thing, which I need to say quickly in Aleph. We talked last, last week's show was brought to you by the Yud. Well, Aleph has two Yuds in it, a Yud on the top, which means God's hand coming down, a Yud going on the bottom, which is man's hands going up. And between the two is what they call a vav, which is sort of a slanted letter, and it is the Torah. And so what's between God's finger reaching down and man's finger reaching up is literally the Bible. And that is the Aleph. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture of what the father. So when you think of Abraham as a father, Adam as a father, when you hear that aha sound, it, it, it has to do with, you know, the Aleph. Amazing what you can learn on a Saturday morning show. <laughs> but for you, you know, in this culture, when God gave this to him in Deuteronomy 6, you speak to it as you were to me here a few minutes ago. That uh, it's good to have a connection, even if it's contentious. It's a lot better to, to be in communication with your children than for them to be off on their own and not interested in making phone calls back. I've got one that just does a wonderful job of checking in almost every day, and another one who loves us dearly, but we need to call him up and remind him he has parents. Wow, but you were talking about the polytheism idea oh, that well, what, he, what God was speaking to. That Yeah, at that time, most of the people in the world thought there was more than one God, the Romans, the Greeks, the Egyptians, and that to some degree what this verse is saying is you Hebrew people— you're not like the rest of them with a bunch of false gods. You have one and only one true God. There is only one true God. Now, you can't call me by name, That's but we, we've got letters. And you could say the name. That's what the some of the Jewish people refer to it. You know, the name. But I am he. I am I. And I'm not all those other crazy gods requ requiring, demanding you do all these really awful things. Right, so you have an Aleph at the beginning of the word Abba, Father, but there's also an Aleph in another name of God called Adonai. You can hear the Ah sound again, Adonai, and, and, and showing the oneness and the firstness, but, but also when you think about it, it's just absolutely a phenomenal thing that the first day of the year, Rosh Hashanah, happens on Adam's birthday, okay? That when God created Adam from that standpoint time began it didn't begin when they separated the light i don't know if you knew that but there's just another little thing brought to you by the letter aleph today you know remember <laughs> thank you thank you for calling in with your stories and and maybe you can write me with one that you didn't want to share however you want to do that you can get my email address there at my website christiancarguy.com remember the jesus labor of love car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis it's right there at christiancarguy.com now slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And I'm so grateful. I really, really am that you listen today. God bless. Another program powered by the Truth Network.